Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year, and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final from American Family Field, and the results are good. A 5-4 victory. Got a little testy toward the end there, but uh, goes in the win column for the crew in Game 2 of this three-game weekend series. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show. Tim Allen, there's Sam Schmitz right here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online Education, learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. And Josh Hader is human. Again, he get, he allows a run. Oh, my gosh. But they, they get it done here, 5-4. And what's interesting, it gives you a shot to win the series against the Toronto Blue Jays. It gives you a shot to win the homestand against the Cardinals and the Blue Jays at four games to three with a victory tomorrow. And, and before I get going on how big a game – uh, this was or tomorrow's is. I wanted to ask you guys that because you know I I do inflate these victories, right? You guys all know that over the years, biggest game of the year, biggest game of the year. That was the biggest win of the year, biggest win of the year, biggest loss of the year. This was huge. You got to turn the page. Tomorrow's game is the biggest game of the year. Might be the biggest game. I think I've said at times that a specific game was the biggest game in like three years. <laughs> It was it was like the middle of the season or something like that. So then I'll leave it to you as to how big a game tomorrow is. Just another one of 162. Move along. Nothing to see here. Or is it taking two of three against the Blue Jays, taking four of seven against the Cardinals and Blue Jays? If you want my thoughts, I, I think it's a huge game. And you have Chi-Chi Gonzalez on the hill tomorrow. You have Corbin Burns bobblehead tomorrow. Should be very festive at American Family Field. You can, like I said, you can button up the series. 
uh, with a win tomorrow, and then you button up the homestand four games to three, and then into an off day. And I think that's key, guys. I, I do. I think it's uh, it's key to feel good into that off day, and then you head out to the road to Tampa, but and then Pittsburgh. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers get the victory. Corbin Burns, seven and two-thirds today. He allows five hits, three earned runs, did walk a couple of men, and struck out nine in the performance. And then you had Williams with a third, and then Josh Hader pitched an inning, couple of hits, a run, couple of strikeouts, but did uh, record his 22nd save of 23 chances and just keeps keeping on in the back end of that bullpen. And again, certain teams, certain at-bats, they're going to they're gonna line things up. Uh, what was interesting in this game, and I don't know, you'd have to roll the clock back to yesterday's uh, show that we discussed uh, batting averages and, and just – how you how you analyze and how you judge what a good hitter is. But there's also strategy involved to hitting the baseball as a team, as a collective team. Certain strategies, hey, let's work the pitch count up on the this guy here. Because and not necessarily in this game, but just in a particular game, work the pitch count up against uh their guy. And that way you can tap into the bullpen a little bit, you make him throw a bunch of pitches, sooner sooner or later you're gonna break through, etc. On the other hand, there's also let's attack. Let's go at these this guy. Let's jump early on him. Early in the zone, he likes to get ahead, so that means you're going to get fastballs early in the counts, which has been, I think, missing in this Brewers offense. But interestingly enough today, how did they get to Burns in the fifth inning? Burns faced five men in that fifth inning. He allowed two hits and two runs. You would think that, okay, well, they got to him a little bit and you, you, you go on to the next inning. What's interesting is all five batters in that frame swung at the first pitch. Every one of them at the first pitch. When's the last time you saw the Brewers do that? As a strategy, as a collective team effort, as a game plan. Just you don't see that. Believe me, you don't see that. We're watching every pitch here. We're recording every pitch. It's, 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 it's underneath God and everybody else. You can go ahead and, and check, the, check the statistical information. You just don't see that a lot, if at all. These guys jumped all over Corbin Burns. It's Corbin Burns. You, know, you go up against some of these uh, top-line top pitchers, the Coles and Musgroves, and some of these guys that are really, really good. And you still want to work the count on these guys? They're going to chew you up. They're going to spit you out. So what did the Blue Jays do to Burns? First pitch, home run. Next pitch to the next guy, a double. Next pitch, a deep fly ball for a uh, sacrifice. Next pitch, a foul ball. Next pitch, a ground out. Five consecutive batters. Yeah, he recorded three outs. And he went deeper in the count in the third hitter, but he did swing at the first pitch. First pitch, first pitch, first pitch, first pitch, first pitch. Okay. I just needed to point that out because it's something to keep an eye on here as this offense you know, is doing what they can do. They get a 5-4 win today, 414-799-1250, 34,000-plus at American Family Fields. Sam, we forgot the other day on Thursday when we worked together during the day game, we forgot to uh, give a game plan of Summerfest what was going on that day. Oh, yeah. We, we, we need to get to that tonight because I think it's kind of cool 
that you have an opportunity, you're afforded the opportunity, given your economic situation, to go ahead and catch a, a Brewers game and then head, head up the road to uh, Summerfest. That is just, I mean, that's, for those of you that do that, I commend you. And I've done that before. I've done the, the multiple things. It's just kind of cool. It's kind of fun. So we, we need to check out uh, who's at Summerfest tonight. I don't know. Maybe it's an Ario Speedwagon concert or maybe Rick Springfield. This is, Sam, where you insert some hip-hop artists. Maybe there's... I believe... I'll, I'm looking at the... I'm trying to look for the lineup right now. I'll have it in a few minutes, but I believe tonight uh, is Lil Wayne and Tim, our guy and Quartz guy, Wiz Khalifa. So you and oh. I... After this post-game show, we can team up with Court and then be chanting, we them boys for a couple hours. Jeez. Two things. Had I known that and I, had I been uh, feeling better, I could slam dunk that thing. That would have been a done deal. Could you imagine you and I in court? <laughs> oh, boy. Just standing on top of a picnic table, just screaming, we them yeah. boys with Bruce <laughs> gear on. Do you still hold a lighter in the air at concerts? I don't know. You I'm do for sure. Wiz Khalifa for a certain reason. Yeah, yeah, for other other reasons, yes. You got to be careful with that stuff in certain states. Right. 799-1250. So if, if I say that tomorrow is the biggest game of the year, then I, I, get, I get the flack, and that's okay. But how big of a game then do you think it is tomorrow? And, and what was today to set it up? I'll talk about today. You talk about tomorrow. Today was a huge victory. It was it was huge. You you uh, you're holding steady the ship here while you get healthier and roster moves. By the way, I'll get to that in just a second. You're, you're kind of steadying everything up. You're you're chilling out a little bit. You're getting through these things and you're playing better competition. At the same time, you're start starting to just level out here a little bit and just settle it all down. That's why today was huge in terms of the sizable victory here. Now, tomorrow, okay, you know what I'm thinking. You, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> so I, if, you, if you think it's 1-162 and if they lose, they can still win the World Series, I get that. If you think your standards are down a little bit because Chi-Chi Gonzalez is on the hill tomorrow for the crew, I guess I understand that. But they have a pop here. I'll just set the table. They have a shot here to take two of three against a very good Toronto Blue Jays team. They have a chance here with a victory tomorrow to go four and three on this homestand against the St. Louis Cardinals, a very good team, and the Toronto Blue Jays, a very good team. Does that make sense? Sam, how big a victory would it be tomorrow? How big a game is it tomorrow? I think for me, this is just a good taste tester to see where they match up against a lot of these top tier teams in all baseball. Because before this series, even before this homestand, how many times do we hear, well, oh, this offense is not good? Oh, with all these injuries, it's over. We got a couple of people on the Dunn Club, Tim, last week on the afternoon show with Bart Winkler mm-hmm. and I. So if you can finish four and three on this homestand and take two of three against the Blue Jays team, and you go up against their ace and Jose Barrios on top of getting another split against the Cardinals, it's a pretty damn good homestand. That tells me that, once again, with pitching, this team, even though banged up, can still go blow for blow with a lot of these teams in all baseball. They can, and this would prove that, and that's, that's what I'm saying. Even, even Now, again, I'll, I'll play the, the flip side of this. Let's say they lose tomorrow. Yeah, buzzkill brings you down to losing the series. You split the four-gamer against St. Louis. You lose the series against Toronto. 
But you're three and four. You're three and four in the seven games against good competition. Are you elated with that? No, no, not really. Very disappointing. I'm not saying it's house money tomorrow, but it is a, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't want it. You know what I'm thinking. I just, <laughs> I don't want to say it, Sam, because everyone's going to say, you think every, every game of the year is the biggest game of the year. I'll say it for you, Tim. Sunday's game, game three of Brewers Blue Jays, is the biggest game of the year. On June 26th. <laughs> yeah. On June 26th tomorrow. Chichi Gonzalez, Jose Barrios. Going to shut them down to take the series and the homestand. Two games to one in the series, four games to three in the homestand. Uh, roster moves prior to the game today. Getting some help in the bullpen. And it comes at the right time because of tomorrow's starter. I don't know what you expect out of uh, Chichi Gonzalez, but if he can go four, four and a third like last time and allow three or fewer runs, I think I might be okay with that. Oh, yeah. Because that keeps you in in the baseball game. And after that, you did get reinforcements today. Jandel Gustavi and Trevor Gott activated and uh, – well, that meant that two two roster spots had to go. One would be uh, Tim Stadium Shays boy Peter Strzelecki. Ouch! Mm. What uh, was your got... uh, What was your favorite Peter Strzelecki memory? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. had a couple of good ones, but he he actually did. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great story too. Uh, his backstory is really kind of cool. But uh, he gets the uh, trip to Nashville, and Miguel Sanchez goes on to the injured list with uh, some. Pretty concern, I guess, concerning news there. UCL uh, kind of issues. That's never good. But the reinforcements on on the on the more optimistic side of Trevor Gott and Gustave, you'll take that all day long. I'll take that all day long. Now the bullpen is even better. It, the bullpen is better than it was yesterday, as we speak, and that's that's a great thing. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Brewers get a five four victory, and if if. If I won't say it, you can say it then. How big of a game is tomorrow's game to take this series against the Toronto Blue Jays? Nate, you get the first word here on the fan. What's going on? What's going on, Tim? Um, for me, it's a big game as far as, like Sam said, to see. Um, so you can finally, so people can finally say that you stop only beating up on poor teams. Yep. You can, you can, uh, you can have this. In your belt, well, we took two out of three from the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Um, today's game had me kind of up and down, you know, because, like I said, I, I like to see the Brewers be more aggressive and things like that of that nature. So, like, when you see, like, when you see that the Tampa Bay, when the Toronto Blue Jays are just, just like, they're ambushing Corbin Mons on the first pitch. And it's like, why are we not doing that? You know what I mean? But, uh, not to dwell on the negativity, but uh, it is a great win today because of the fact that you did it. You put some runs up, um, and you and you showed you showed some fight today. Um, it was good to see Brasso um, come back and contribute. Um, and as you get healthier, it's, uh, the games are only going to get better and better um, as far as getting healthy wise. And as far as tomorrow, I, I think I agree with you as far as. If Chi-Chi can get four, four or five innings with a, with a holding these guys to three, three runs, the Brewers should be able to 
and win that game, and uh, it, it set you up well um, as far as um, God in the sixth, um, mm-hmm. Boxberger in the seventh, Williams in the eighth, and Hayter come in in the ninth. And you could go even one further. You could go Holby Milner in the fifth to clean up a, an out or two. Yeah, most definitely. So it's definitely, it's definitely good to get our, our guys in the bullpen back because, you know, I still I still think we need to add one one more arm, but it's good to get our guys back because watching some of these other guys is it's like a it's like a heart attack it's like a heart attack every time you every time they step out there. But they did good. I mean, they did okay for what we needed them to do. But now it's time to get our guys back. And yep. Time yep. To get All right, Nate. Uh, thanks for the call. And you're right. As this team gets healthier, you're going to get more games that are on the competitive side. Speaking of which, I mean, another one-run game for this team. Nothing is easy for this team. And I got to say, you have to credit Craig Council for a lot of this stuff, him and Murph. You really do. When it was spiraling out of control, I mean, they held it together a little bit to... And that that was my thing. I don't know if long-time listeners of this, if you listened all year long... Remember what I said when they lost eight in a row, nine of 10, 11 of 13. That wasn't the end, end of the world there. Show some patience within that run. But it's what you did immediately afterwards that really told the tale. And they kind of kept this together despite all the injuries, slumps, and nonsense that, that was going on. They're kind of holding things together a little bit. They're buying time. They're, that's what they're doing. They're buying time here to get back on track. And they are pretty much getting back on track. Now, they will get healthier and getting even better. Think about tomorrow's game, and that's what, that's what I'm asking today. So you know my answer to the question, how big a game is it tomorrow? Biggest game of the year. Tim always says that. But for you guys, then, how big of a game is it? It's, that opinion is just as important as mine. Thing to keep in mind tomorrow, with the off day on Monday, and the uh, two relievers that were activated today, Gustavi and Gott, be very conscious of Craig Council's trigger finger to pull Gonzalez. Th- there's no stretch needed here with Woody coming back next time through with an absolute fresh bullpen. I- I- there is no reason to let him go one or two or three batters more just to set up whatever, fill in the blank, Craig. If it's only two and two-thirds, that's what you get then. Let's not discount a Brent Suter in there who might be good for a, a few innings. Might be good for a few outs, I should say. These days you want to get him in, get him out. If he can get you know two-thirds of an inning or at best an inning and a third out of Brent Suter scoreless, you've done your job, get him out of there. But again, watch that for tomorrow's game when you're, when you're looking at uh, the, the expanse of that game. 414-799-1250. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Uh, we will also, yesterday it was kind of fun going through the list of big league father-son combos. I don't know why. I just, you know, well, with the, with the uh, Blue Jays in town, I just thought we'd have some fun with that. And today we'll do a, a few of the big league brothers I was surprised, again, it's been years since I've looked at this list. 
I was surprised the Brewer connections with brothers that played in the big leagues. I'll just give you one, and this is probably something you're, you're aware of, that Robin Yount's brother played in the big leagues. And if I'm not mistaken, it was one game. Pretty sure it was one game. Sam, could we just before we get to another call? Yeah, I got can you. you check that out for Larry Yount? I just just want to make sure I have the proper information here. He was uh, in. He was. Uh, there's a book out there that uh, uh, compiled uh, historically baseball players that played one game in the big leagues and never made it back. Yep, one game for Larry Yount for the Houston Astros in 1971, yep. and nothing and to show funny, for. No, and I'll tell you why. What's funny about that, how fickle baseball can be, Larry Yount uh, was warming up for the Astros to come in. He got called up, and he was going to come in and pitch. Got hurt during warm-up, Sam. Oh, wow. And had to be removed. So he never even threw a pitch in the big leagues, yet he was in the big leagues and never made it back. And there's others. you know. The, the, I think, what was it, Moonlight Graham? <laughs> I mean, that, those types of guys uh, from the movie or whatever. But uh, we'll go to Big League Brothers uh, later on during the show. 799-1250. But you know my answer without me giving it to you. But I want to ask you, how big of a game is it tomorrow to take the series, take the homestand, et cetera, et cetera? Todd, you're next here on The Fan. 5-4 Brewers win today, Todd. Howdy, boys. Yeah, that was uh, that was great. Uh, they got... Um... Actually, they may have gotten a little lucky. And, and a little side note, yeah, Gurriel Jr. and his brother plays for what, the Astros, right? Um, there you go. Yeah, there's big league brothers. Yeah, right to the game we played today. So, um, you, you know, I, I got a couple of gripes that were just bugging me. And um, the first is our uh, our buddy Captain Quadruple A. My wife was even yelling at him when he was looking back at first base. What are you doing, you know? Look at the third base coach. He could have got the yeah. third granite. He got saved. He got in. But, you know, when we win, you know, things like that get overlooked. And when you play teams like these guys and that whole uh, AL East we're going to have to go through, you can't make little mistakes He like He, that, he was know? trying to find the baseball. He was trying to find the baseball. You got a third base coach screaming and, and waving yes. and doing whatever. Yeah, you got to watch. We're talking about Keston Heroes. He reached on yeah, a two-base yeah. error. Yeah, and he's looking behind him. It's like. For one dude, uh, 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 Junior's laying on his butt because he's not that he's too big to get up and get over there. So there's nobody to get the ball anyways. And look at your third base coach. My wife was even picked up on that one. I'm like, yeah, no. yeah. I mean, if the plays in front of you, the plays in front of you, read it and you can go on on that a little while. But I will say this though, if you're unclear though, Todd, you know the you know the deal at at third base. You never make the first or third out at third base, and and it's better to play safe there, without uh, knowing exactly where the ball was. Yeah, but I hear what you're saying. No, I yeah, hear what you're saying. Had... He should have been getting guidance. Yeah. Yes, right, right. You could all you had to do is look over to third base. Maybe the third base coach wasn't paying attention too. I, I don't <laughs> oh know. My God, but, uh, don't go there. Don't you know, don't make I... me go back and watch videos to see if uh, Lane was on it. Right. I might rewind it myself. I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> there you go. You know, that and you know this is you know I know it's a big pet peeve of yours, and, and it is really getting to be mine too. It's the music. It's like they're playing. They got what thirty seven, forty thousand people there. Thirty four thousand plus. Yeah. Yeah, it's a funeral home in there, and like you say, what you get, you might get a little violent femmes. And it's like mm-hmm. that's it. It's like, come on, you're. You, this is 
a big heavy hitting, a big big contending team, and and you want to get your your fans and everybody up, but it was he could hurt a pin traps. I mean, I wasn't at the game, so I can't contest to it. But just yeah, so maybe someone game. that was at the game can can let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, Todd. Todd, how big of a game tomorrow? Oh, I think it's it's huge. You know, and I would definitely. Chi is on an extra, extra short leash with those yes. two guys coming back because this would be, I think if they if they could take this, uh, uh, I think it would be a, a great propellant for them to know that they beat you know one of the better teams in uh, in the whole league uh, uh, at home. That'd be great. Yep, yep. All right, Todd. Always a pleasure, man. I I'm fascinated with tomorrow's game just on the strategy side of things. I'm not sure Chichi Gonzalez is going to be a brewer after tomorrow. Or let me put it to you this way. I'm not convinced that Chichi Gonzalez will pitch again for the Brewers after tomorrow. Well, it's kind of like Brent Suter where it's like, all right, you've gotten what you wanted, probably even more than you expected, so no need to like push your luck. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so, it, it, again, there's certain things. Woody coming back into the mix. Yep. You have a fresh bullpen, and, and you, you can just – you if, an inning and two thirds. If there's already two runs on the board and two on and nobody out, or two on and, and two out, or bases loaded and two out, and it's a crucial situation, you're facing Vlad or whoever. I I wouldn't have a problem in, in going to the pen right there, in the second inning. To me, oh, well, that indicates the sizable uh, victory that I think it would be, or the sizable game that I think it is. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. Uh, we will uh, take a break. Again, we're going to hear from Craig Council. Brewers do get a really big win today. <laughs> How about that? 5-4 final series tied at a game apiece. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at 
at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game. Presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. 5-4 final. Brewers take game two of the three-game weekend series. A sizable victory for sure today as uh, now the homestand between the Cardinals and Blue Jays and those that you know have, have been saying, hey, play and beat some, uh, some other teams, meaning good teams. Well, they're hanging in there. They can take the series in the homestand with a victory tomorrow. How big of a win is it or how big of a game is it to you guys? 414-799-1250. Uh, we will check the Summerfest lineup. Those of you that were at the game today, you can do a double dip, go to the ball game, head down to Summerfest, and that would be a Milwaukee sort of traditional uh, big-time uh, party day, I guess, with, within uh, some responsibility, if you will. Uh, we'll get to our game recap, get to Craig Council, get to some uh, big league brothers and some brewer connections within that li- uh, list as well. Remember Ricky Weeks? His brother played in the big leagues. Some don't remember that. He's on the list. So we'll just check that list. It won't, won't take long. And also, um, somebody mentioned the, uh, the, the atmosphere at American Family Field. Let's get Nick in here. He was at the game. Nick, did you sense that too? I, I didn't notice too much of that. I think it's been worse uh, throughout the year. But what did you notice inside the park? No, yeah, I was at the game. I thought we were loud. We were, we were in the right. I was in the right field down the line. We were in the right fielder's ear all day. He actually looked at us a couple times up, up down the line. So, I want to say Ampan Field was really loud. I don't know what that last caller was talking about. We were definitely okay. loud and proud today at Ampan Field. So good, good. That's good to hear. Like I said, I, I, I I've noticed it a, a little more quiet. I'm not saying the fans necessarily. That that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying the. You know the audio, the the sound effects, and music, and things like that. No, definitely, you could tell. Even though they said thirty four thousand, there looked like a lot more empty seats. But we were pretty loud for thirty four thousand. I thought today. I've been there for playoff games, and it wasn't quite playoff level loud, but we were pretty loud today. So I I yeah. think that you need to be there to appreciate the sound that the fans put out when you're actually Yeah, and a lot of that is is mic proximity. It's uh, you know, the the crowd mics to get just the feel of the stadium and that's controllable. And you can raise the levels on that thing, but uh I think they got they have it pretty standard. It just might be quieter on the crowd mics. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, we were we were 400 level, but still even for being in the 400s, I Definitely the last inning, every pitch hater had, we were all on our feet. It was loud. 
Yeah. I want to say we were contributing to his success today, but... Uh, uh, okay, no, 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 you do make a difference. Fans do make a difference more than anybody even knows. And, and big leaguers are starting to admit that more and more as the years go by. How big of a game is it for you tomorrow, Nick? I mean, the, every, the next game is always the biggest game, right? I mean, you're only as good as your record says, so winning the next one and if we get one more game ahead of the Cardinals it's always a big one for us so I think yeah. the next game is always the biggest game so a, a win tomorrow would mean a lot in the standings so yeah it uh, it does all right Nick thank, thanks for the call thanks thanks for the feedback yeah the Cardinals did win today Brewers maintain uh, first place well I guess tied but they're in first place in the NL Central. And if you're scoreboard watching, it is a pennant race. Yeah, I know it's June 25th. I get it. But it is. It, it will come down to these two teams going back and forth. And that's why, as Nick said, every game. Every game. All right, time to get to our calls of the game with 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5oClockSteakhouse.com for all the details on a home grill kit. I've done it. I've experienced it. I followed the instruct- instructions to a T. And you will not be disappointed. All right, let's check out the game recap in this one. Uh, first inning, we go back to a 3-10 first pitch. Blue Jays in order, a couple of strikeouts for Burnsy uh, into the bottom of the first inning. Brewers uh, get to work after a Yelich rollover. Willie Adamas, a nine-pitch walk. McCutcheon then strikes out for the second out. And then Luis Urias uh, with a base hit to put two on with the one out, and it set up Tyrone Taylor. And into left center, that's going to get down. Base hit. Coming in to score, Adamas. Urias to third. Tyrone Taylor keeps it cooking. It's a base hit and an RBI, and the Brewers have a one to nothing lead in the first inning. Yeah, good to see that. The Brewers have had a difficult time getting on the board first in this homestand. It's only done it once. Yeah, it, it sounded rather festive in there after that uh, RBI base hit. So it's one zip at that point. Brasso was hit by a pitch uh, to load him up. Caratini strikes out to end the frame, but they take the lead, as Schroeder said, on Valley Sports Wisconsin. They strike first for a one nothing lead. Uh, over 40 pitches thrown in the first uh, run, a couple of hits, a walk, a hit batter, uh, and Burns needs a shutdown inning. Got it. One, two, three in the second. Uh, Brewers get back at it in their half of the second. Keston Hira reaches on a two-base error, and that play was talked about earlier in the show that you know, I mean, get some guidance from Lane at, at third base, your coach, and you would have ended up on third base easily. But he's there at second with nobody out. Jonathan Davis looking to bunt early in the sequence there. He ends up striking out. Yellich strikes out. Uh, there were a ton of strikeouts for the Brewers, by the way, 15 in all in this game uh, in, well, eight innings of offense. But uh don't let him off the hook with uh, Keston Hira over there on third base. Willie Adamas comes through. And that one into center field, a base hit. Adamas hit it right on the barrel. Hira will score. It's a two-out RBI single for Adamas. Two to nothing, Brew Crew. Yeah, Brews have two of those today. That was a good at-bat from Willie Adamas right there. Didn't try and do too much with the baseball. Just got that two-out base hit. Keston was on third. He moved up on a wild pitch, uh, and he scores two zip. Next hitter, Andrew McCutcheon. And now McCutcheon, left field line. 
And this is up, and it is gone! Andrew McCutcheon, a two-run home run. Bernie hits the slide. Four to nothing, Brewers. Damage done in that second three hits, an error, a wild pitch, four nothing into the third inning. Corbin Burns allows a base hit and then a hit batter. Uh, on the hit batter, he did swing at that pitch. They missed the call. Uh, two on, nobody out. A couple of strikeouts and a pop-up later. He's back in the dugout. Four zip into the bottom of the third. Tack on run for the Brewers in the third inning. One man rally off the bat of Mike Brasso. Well, you know why? Uh-oh. Mike Brasso going to watch this one. This is way back in. Mike Brasso with a home run. Welcome back to the starting lineup. And Bernie Claus hits the slide once again. Second home run of the game for the Brewers. Five to nothing, Milwaukee. Well, welcome back. That's a way to come back with a big fly. Yeah, turn around uh, 24 hours later. In essence, the Blue Jays jumped out to a five-goose lead yesterday, and the Brewers returned that favor up five-zip into the fourth. Pop-up, walk, strikeout, strikeout for Burns. Keeps the shutout through four innings. He had six strikeouts through the four frames. Brewers empty for the first time in an inning in the game in the fourth. Two-out walk. They did get a base runner uh, as the game moved mid-game into the fifth. Like we talked about last night, a team on the attack offensively. The first five hitters in the fifth inning swung at the first pitch off Corbin Burns. And by the, by the time the dust settled, they had played it a couple of runs. First, first and only all five batters in the inning swung at the first pitch. That's a game plan. Home run, double, deep fly out, one, two, three, on three pitches right there. Uh, then a foul ball, and then he went a little bit deeper in the count. Um, and then uh, then he gets out of it on a ground ball. I mean, it played a – well, he didn't get out of it. The the second out was a ground ball um, that scored the run, the second run of the inning. Five hitters all swung at the first pitch. Mm. Brewers, uh, well, that at that point it was 5-2. Brewers, another base runner in their half of the fifth. They've, they had a base runner in uh, all five innings, at least one of them. Uh, Burns gets a double play to erase a base runner in the sixth. Another base runner for the crew in the sixth. Uh, McCutcheon had drawn a walk. Uh, in the seventh inning, uh, Corbin Burns gets through, and the Brewers put up nothing. Burns, a first-pitch home run with two outs to Bo Bichette in the eighth inning. Then an infield single, and that's it for him. Seven and two-thirds, Devin Williams summoned from the pen uh, at 5-3. He strikes out the man he faces. And then Josh Hader, a couple of hits and a run allowed in that ninth inning. So things got a little, as Bob Euchre would say, testy in that uh, ninth inning. But uh, he does record his 22nd save and 23 chances in the Brewers. Another one-run game. This one a 5-4 victory. 41-33 and now. And, and Sam, uh, you're looking this up here. What about the one-run games? And that's, that's why it's okay to gripe about an offense that uh, is underachieving. That's why it's okay to gripe about a bullpen move. When you're playing so many one-run games, 
any of those moves could make the difference. Uh, someone getting out of a slump, someone slumping that's getting a start and he shouldn't, someone that's starting that shouldn't. So all of those things. Where are the Brewers sitting in one-run games? So, Tim, out of their 74 games this year, 22 of them have finished in a one-run game. Now, <laughs> 22 of them. By the way, there's a weird pattern here as well. April, they had seven one-run games. May, they had eight. Do you want to guess how many so far in June that they've had as far as yeah, one-run seven, games? Seven. Seven right? one-run yep, yeah. one games. So 22 of their 74 games have finished in a one-run game. Wow. And and that's just that's just crazy. Uh, what's their record in in the one run games? Uh, I have to look that up. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. But see, that's why we as passionate fans get a little sideways because one run games, one swing, one difference, one pitch, one ground ball, one error, one stolen base, one base running mistake, one anything makes the difference in all this. It's really entertaining baseball. I'll give you that. It's it's sort of edge of your seat baseball for those of us that you know follow every single pitch of every single game. It it is edge of the seat kind of. It it is entertaining. Sometimes it's frustrating, and other times it's uh it's huge. It's a emotional high, and then uh, it's okay. Yeah, let's turn the page. Let's forget about this one. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We're going to hear from Craig Council. I want to get to a Big League Brothers as well. It's kind of fun to go through that. And we'll check out the Summerfest lineup. If you attended the game today, you're headed down there. You probably uh, you're on a mission today to have a bunch of fun. Uh, we'll check that out. Still more to come. If you guys want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show. Tim Allen, Sam Schmitz, 5-4. Brewers win. We'll be back on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back. We'll get to Craig Council in a second here. Brewers get the victory 5-4 final. And uh, a couple of things to get to get to before we get to counts here. Uh, Sam, let's see who's playing tonight at, at Summerfest. For those of you that... Yeah, you caught the game. You're looking, eh, let's go down to Summerfest and have a few beers, have a bite to eat, and see who. I don't know if you've got some sort of sticks concert or whatever. <laughs> it's all over it might the board be. for tonight, Tim. As, right. I, as I mentioned in our first segment, we have some hip hop legends of the amphitheater tonight with Wiz Khalifa and Lil Wayne. But also, I didn't realize this is a trifecta headliner at the amphitheater. Also, with Lil Wayne and Wiz Khalifa tonight, actually starting in a couple minutes, the Wu Tang Clan. Oh, gee, can I? <laughs> well, you probably know a couple songs by Wu-Tang. I probably, yeah. if I heard them. Uh, let's see. 9.30, we have the Steve Miller Band. There we go. Uh, Joker. Uh, Wisconsin native Steve Miller. Did not know that. This is after those three hip-hop artists. Tim, this is all a foreign language to me, so feel free to interject. 10.15 uh, tonight, we have Zach Bryan. Eh? Oh, no. 8.15, Slaughter. Yeah. Uh, ten fifteen. Great White. Okay, yep. nice. Uh, in a couple minutes too. We have Noga Erez. I hope I'm saying that right. Nine thirty. Oh, no. That same stage. Atmosphere. Tim. I never heard of him. Neither have I. Eight o'clock. Max Weinberg's Jukebox. 
I don't know what that is. Neither do I. 10 p.m. that same stage, Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Dukes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, let's see. 9.30, the band Camino. Mm. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> Couple, like two more here. I'm not saying these bands are, are, are bad. I'm just saying, you know, at my age or whatever, I've never heard of some of these things. 8 p.m., the record company. And then nope. our final two, 8 p.m., Cold Sweat and the Brewery and the Brew City Horns. And then last but not least, uh, never mind, that actually happened at 5.30, was Diana okay. Jones. But Miss Diana Jones, damn. I don't know about you, Tim. Aside from the hip-hop artists tonight and all that, those are the ones that I was intrigued in. But like, I think my favorite thing about Summerfest is just going there without a plan with a couple friends and just walking around and then going from stage yeah. to stage. Yep, and I do like checking out some of the craft shops and things like that. There's oh, yeah. a couple of sports shops every year there, too, that I find pretty interesting. Uh, we used to do the, this show from down there quite a few years and just hanging out down there, catch a show afterwards or before and uh, get a bite to eat. But uh, I'm eyeballing a little bit of possibly next Saturday, a week from tonight, Rick Springfield. You ever heard of him, Sam? Oh, man, I don't want to be that guy, but unfortunately I have not. You haven't, okay. No. You've heard the song Jesse's Girl? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, he's, there we yeah, go. He's That's, the one that did Jesse's A girl. lot of these like old rock songs and all that that, that that are like legend and all that, if you told me like it's the, it's by this band, half the time I'm going to be like, okay. But then you say, me oh, too. it's this song. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Or you play me a couple seconds and be like, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, and you've heard it a million times in a bar or at a at a at – a, um, the cover band you're you're going to see yeah you've heard you've heard the song you just don't know who did it exactly but uh, yeah well, maybe we'll see hey uh, real quick big league brothers pretty interesting as uh, as we went through the father son list yesterday we didn't go through all of them there was some 250 270 father son combos the big league brother combos it's upwards of what four or five hundred different brother combos have played in the big leagues. Uh, Luis Urias, his brother, he plays for Baltimore. I think we, we uh, learned that uh, earlier this year. George Brett, his brother Ken Brett, I think he had a cup of coffee, and Ken did, a cup of coffee in Milwaukee here. Uh, Colton's, Colton Wong's brother, I don't know if he's still in the big leagues, but has made it into the bigs. Robin Yount, Larry uh, Yount. Uh, Larry, if you're listening about an hour ago, you got the story on that. Uh, let's see. Um, Jordan Zimmerman had a brother that played. Okay. How about Hank Aaron and Tommy Aaron? I always kept my Hank and Tommy Aaron baseball cards together. Now I got these much after they, you know, Tommy was done playing, but I, I always kept them together. Well, it's funny with the baseball cards too, like aside from this Blue Jays team, like anytime I was collecting and I ran across a, a, you know, so-and-so junior and all that, I would always like put their cards aside and nowadays it's really paying off because you just look at this Blue Jays team alone and all these guys are productive major leaguers. Yeah, they are. That's it's, and that, that's what got me thinking about that's, that's pretty crazy and it makes sense. I mean, what sort of comfort zone do you have if you grew up around a big league park? Let's face it. I mean, you're, you're, it's, it's almost part of the battle that you're not intimidated right. by, by in the bowels of a stadium. Well, it's, it's clearly, too, that the Blue Jays, like, 
they value that, you know, a son, a, a yep. former major leaguer's son and all that, the way they develop these guys in the farm system. Like, we're talking about how often the, the St. Louis Cardinals just produce hitter after hitter. Like, if you're the Blue Jays and you're starting an organization, like, that's a pretty, you would think a pretty safe way of, like, trying to cash in on my, in minor leaguers and hit on I draft think picks. So, so and, it's kind of smart. And, and Sam, even even if they their numbers weren't all that great in college or high school, I would still take a flyer. Yeah, on someone's kid. Oh, for sure. And yeah. it, on top of that, like if you're a minor league team too, it brings in money because people want to see those guys, even if they True. don't know if they're going to pan True. out or not. Uh, the Alomar brothers, Sandy and Roberto, Orlando Arcia. And Oswaldo Arcia, I may have mm-hmm. known this, but I don't know if I did. Oswaldo Arcia, back in the day, played actually in the Futures game. I believe it was in like Kansas City. So Oswaldo was in the majors before Orlando mm-hmm. was. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Wilson and William Contreras. Gee, my favorites. Skip. Uh, uh, the Molinas, all three of them. I think there was 38 of them, all catchers. Um C.J. Crone had a brother or has a brother, Kevin Crone, not to be confused with Kevin Cronin of REO Speedwagon. <laughs> uh, let's see here. The Guriels, as we saw one of them today. Joe and Dom DiMaggio. That I knew. Dom DiMaggio played in the bigs as well. Uh, how about Ben Gamble and Matt Gamble, both of which played for the Brewers? Uh, Jeremy and Jason Giambi. You remember those guys? This I did not know. Tom Glavin's brother, Mike Glavin, pitched in the bigs. Never knew that before looking at this list today. Greg Maddox, Mike Maddox, D and Nick Gordon. Uh, Vlad Sr. Guerrero, his brother played. So Vladdy Jr.'s uncle, as well as his father, played in the big leagues. Wilton Guerrero. Tony and Chris Gwynn, uh, LeVon Hernandez, his brother, Orlando Hernandez, that I, I think I knew. Trevor Hoffman's brother played in the big leagues, Glenn Hoffman. This I didn't know. Barry Larkin's brother, Steve, <laughs> played the big leagues. The reason I think this is cool, i got to be honest with you, Sam, you can relate to this, uh, might have been mid to late 70s, 77, 78 era, uh, Tops would put out uh, you know their, their set of baseball cards, and, and they just had something special going on. They called it Big League Brothers cards. Hmm. So they had the two side-by-side in different uniforms, yeah. and I, I always got a kick out of that. I mean, I know they always did a bunch, too, for the father-son. Like, even a couple of years ago, I got a Vlad, you know, senior, Vlad Jr., yep. Bichette's, yep. the Biggios and all that, too, so... Uh, the LaRoche kids, Adam and Andy, played in the big leagues. Uh, Ryan Ludwig, who, yeah, he punished the Brewers at times. Uh, he had a brother that played in the big leagues. Pedro Martinez, his brother Ramon Martinez. Eddie Murray from the Baltimore Orioles had a brother that played in the big leagues. Rich Murray. Uh, Lance Nix and Jason Nix. Lance Nix. Do you remember that experiment I here do. in Milwaukee? Uh, Aaron and Austin Nola, Gaylord and Jim Perry. That was one of the baseball cards I was referring to. Harold Reynolds, the baseball analyst, had a brother, Don, that played in the big leagues. Cal and Billy Ripken, Corey and Kyle Seeger. <laughs> this one, I had no clue on this one, and I should have. 
B.J. Surhoff had a brother that played in the big leagues. Rich Surhoff. Never knew that. Wow. Uh, Joe and Frank Torrey, Kyle Tucker, Preston Tucker, B.J. and Justin Upton. Honus Wagner had a brother that played in the big leagues. And I'm going to end on this one right here because this is a good way to end this one. Honus Wagner had a brother that played in the big leagues. His name was Butts. Now, not B-U-T-Z, but B-U-T-T-S. <laughs> I, I didn't write this. It was already I, bad enough that his you know, brother was one of the greats of all time. Right, and then, then your name, your, or at least nickname. It might be his nickname. Right, yeah, but, I would assume so. Yeah, Butts Wagner. I wonder how much his baseball card is worth. Eh. If, if the, if the uh, creme de la creme top-of-the-mountain Honus Wagner card is worth six-plus million, what's a Butts Wagner card worth, if there was one even made? I'm not sure. Okay, so I just thought you'd get a kick out of that. I learned a lot from the Big League Brothers list. Um, I just didn't know some of that, especially BJ. So that was stunning to me. I'd never heard that. You would think over the years of all the Brewers baseball we've watched and followed, never knew that BJ's brother played in the bigs. All right, Craig Council, uh, he's got to be pretty pleased with the victory today, 5-4 to even the series. Here's Counts after the win. Craig, all those moving pieces in the rotation that we've been talking to you about, uh, what does it mean to have a guy like Burns who's just, he's been so steady in the vast majority of his starts? Yeah, I mean, he's, it's, I, he's been great in the vast majority of starts. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like a stopper. Um, it's length in the game. Um, you know, it's zeros. Uh, so there's, you know, it's a when you have a guy like that, you're, you know, you, you know when his spot, when you know when his turns coming up, um, that you're going to get a really good effort, and and you're going to get deep into a game, and you're going to have a lot of zeros. Um, and uh, he's he's continued uh, picked up right right where he left off last year, and just pitching wonderfully. What did you like most about him tonight? What was, what was working for him? Well, I mean, I thought, you know, just where he got in the game. I mean, I don't, I don't think he was, you know, there was a point where he had, had just the first thirty pitches. He was getting outs, but it was, it was there was a lot of balls actually in there. Um, and then as as the game kind of got into the middle innings, I thought he really got cooking and really got kind of everything working. Slider was good. I thought it was awesome. Breaking stuff was really good today, um, and that that slowed their hitters down enough where um, you know the cutter kind of got better as the game went along. Craig, for him to be pitching with the lead too, you know, and then adding on to the lead, I mean, he doesn't give in at all, right? I mean, that's part of what makes him. Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he. Um, I, I, you're right, and I think you know you spot a guy like that a lead, and, and you you just feel like he's going to take it from there. And, and I thought he did. I mean, they, they obviously put a couple runs on the board, but you know where he got us in the game um, was so important, and it, it it affects tomorrow's game. You know, and that's that's what great starters do. They have the ability to get deep into games, and then affect affects the next couple of days' games. It would have been right around 100 pitches if you could have gotten a shutout. Would you give him a shot to start the ninth at least? That that with that pitch count, do you think? Or I don't know. The if questions are, you know. 
Fred, you're getting so much more from McCutcheon. Um, how, how important is that? Like Rowdy talked last night, he feels like this offense is going to need more from the guys in the middle. Yeah. yeah and McCutcheon's been starting to give it to you a little bit. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I think you know, in the middle of the order, you're you're they're they're hitting there for a reason to to because we think we can get damage from them. Um, and I, you're, I mean, Kutch is kind of as we've gone, he's just kind of kept getting a little bit better and and um, the, the starting to drive the ball. Um, it's, it's it's obviously a big deal. I mean, putting runs on the board fast like that is. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's tough to string together rallies in this league now, the way the pitching is. And um, a mistake that you can hit out of the park is um, is a great way for offense. And those guys in the middle, you're you're counting on those guys to do that. Also, how good was it to see Mike Grosso get that home run when he's coming back as well? Yeah, I mean, just another piece. And, and against left-handed pitching, that's his that's his role. Um, so the, just the hit by pitch in the first, um, just kind of extending the inning even and forcing a really tough inning for their starter. And then, and then the home run, um, you know, part of the, that, that got him out of there. So, um, you know, their bullpen did a nice job. Um, Castillo did a great job for him, getting, getting a bunch of innings. But we, we got a starter out of there early, and, and, and Mike was a big part of that. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 1250 AM, The Fan. Let's take a look at the numbers here as the Brewers take game two of this three-game weekend series. Christian Yelich goes one for five, got his knock, yet uh, did strike out three times. Willie Adamas. He goes one for four with a walk, a couple of runs scored, and an RBI. Andrew McCutcheon, one for three, two RBIs, one run scored. He also drew a walk. Luis Urias, two for three with a walk. He needed that. Tyrone Taylor, one for four with an RBI, a couple of strikeouts. Mike Brasso, one for three, one RBI, one run scored. Caratini, 0 for 3 with a walk and a pair of punch outs. Keston Hira, 1 for 4 with a run scored and two strikeouts. Jonathan Davis, 0 for 4 outs with three strikeouts. Pitching lines today Corbin Burns, solid. 7 and 2 thirds, five hits, three earned runs, a couple of walks, and nine strikeouts. 105 pitches. ERA now sits at 241. Devin Williams, one third of an inning. Zeros with a strikeout. Josh Hader, one inning, two hits, a run, and a couple of strikeouts. Brewers get five runs on eight hits, no errors. The Blue Jays, four runs on seven hits with one error. The win goes to Corbin Burns. He goes to six and four. The loss to Kikuchi. He drops to two and four. Saved to Hader, 22 and uh, 34,000 plus to witness this one. Brewers, 41 and 33 now. Through uh, through the well, almost the halfway mark. We're within a, about a week or so of the halfway mark of the 2022 championship season. We will hear from uh, Corbin Burns up next here. G- Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show after a Brewers 5-4 win. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show on 1250 AM. The Fan time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros let's hear from today's starting pitcher corbin burns and then we'll take a look at the matchup for tomorrow's game three here's corbin after the win 
Um, you know, for the most part, it's pretty good. Um, the early innings through kind of the middle innings, um, kind of struggling with command with really everything, um, with cutter, slider. Um, you know, early on we were able to get in the zone enough to, to get some outs, um, and then second tenth of the order they helped me out by, by swinging a lot more. But um, yeah, we were kind of all over the place with everything. Um, and then really, uh, you know, two lazy 0-0 pitches that, that were hit out for homers. Other than that, um, you know, it was, it was pretty good overall. How much confidence does it give you that you can assess an outing that way? Like, you're not jumping up and down about the way you pitch, and it was still really good against a really good offense. Yeah, there's, there's just always room, you know, room to prove. Um, you know, if, if you get content and, and, and get happy with where you're at, then things just start to go downhill. So, um, yeah, I think we got a lot of a lot of room to grow with the cutter. Um, you know, it was kind of all over the place. Um, and it got lazy with it, but um, other than that, we made some pitches and got us the stuff we needed to. But um, you know, for for the most part, it was good. A lot of sliders today, Corbin. Was that part of the plan against their lineup? Yeah, I think it kind of we kind of had to incorporate it more because we didn't have the cutter um, to, to get ahead with strike one and kind of throwing all over the place. Um, so we kind of had to go to the slider to to in those middle innings when they were aggressive to get those swings to get ahead. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of the, the nature of how kind of the lineup told us what, what to do. We kind of had to, had to shift what it was like. How bad do you want to get through eight? Um, about as bad as I want to get through nine every time. And that's, that, that's my goal when I get out there. So um, you know, they, they, they help me out with, with the second tenth of the order. They start swinging a lot more to help keep the pitch count down. Um, but yeah, my, my goal is to get through nine every time. Counts wouldn't answer me. I, I asked him if you know if you had gotten Bichette out there, you would have been right around 100 pitches. Do you think you would have gone off for the ninth? Would you have lobbied, or do you think you would have gotten a chance? I mean, I'm not telling anyone that I'm ready to come out of the game, so we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game. All right, Brewers go after the series tomorrow. One ten first pitch after the last pitch. You make the switch right here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, and let's check the matchups. And uh, you're thinking, well, it could be Lauer, or maybe Woodruff. It's Peralta. It could be no, no, none of the above. It's it might be Aaron Ashby. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, Ethan Small. Does he get the stu- no? Sam, give him the good news. Ladies and gentlemen, for the series finale of Brewers Blue Jays and the potential rubber match, it is Chi-Chi Gonzalez for your Milwaukee Brewers with an 0-1 record, a good old 736 ERA, and his last outing against the Cardinals, four innings, four hits, three runs all earned, one walk, two strikeouts, and then going against him up for the Blue Jays will be Jose Barrios, former Twins pitcher, 5-3 and three on the year, 5-11 ERA, Tim. He got roughed up his last outing against the White Sox. He only went four innings. Nine hits, six runs, all earned, one walk and one strikeout, and he gave up three home runs his last outing. Did he not shut the Brewers down? Did he have yeah. a near no hitter last year? Last year, that was that game where him and you know Burns and Barrios were just going back and forth, and they both had like no hitters going in. I believe like the seventh or eighth inning. Yeah, and he was he was way. I think the Brewers broke his up maybe in the ninth even. Yeah, so. uh, I'd have to go back and look. But Rios is such a weird pitcher. Like, he can be like that Walker Buehler type, where on a given day he can look like an absolute ace, and then on a given night, like his last outing, it just blows up all in one inning. Yeah, maybe get on the attack. But I tell you, four plus innings of work out of Chichi Gonzalez and three runs or less. I think I'll take that. I, I would, and I think Craig Council will take that. He took it last time. He said it was okay. Kept him in the ball game. Well, let's talk about it. A big game tomorrow. Is it the biggest game of the year? 
Sure it is. It is. They can take the series and they can take the homestand four games to three against the Cards and the Jays. That's a pretty sizable victory, folks. It really is. That's going to do it for us. For Sam Schmitz, my name is Tim Allen. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. And remember, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.